Welcome to a special podcast by Charles Adonetto. Okay, welcome to my special contact by my grandpa. This conference will now be recorded. Greetings, and this is a special webinar and podcast uh, that um, we're featuring Judge Donald Watts, uh, who has uh, created the first Veterans Court in the Maricopa County Justice Court system. Uh, this is not available for COJET. Uh, there aren't any attached materials, although we will direct you to Judge Watts's website. You can see there's a picture of Judge Watts in the Anthem Veterans Day Parade, and, and we can talk about his car later. Uh, but we, uh, we are here to, uh, to plug the uh, Veterans Treatment Court uh, and Judge Watts's outstanding efforts in, in getting that created. Uh, so uh, greetings, Don. Thank you. I appreciate this uh, opportunity, Charlie. And, and as I just began with, it, it, it took an awful lot to get the Veterans Treatment Court going. Why did you have the passion to see that through? So that's a great question because it took years um, to, to get this program going. Uh, we in the Justice Court um, do things quite differently than city courts do. So we had to get the Public Defender's Office on board. We had to get the uh, county attorney's office on board. We had to get some of the other judges on board. But you know, the most important reason for the Veterans Court is because these veterans have served our nation. Uh, some veterans come back with challenges, challenges that were created while they were in the service of our country. And we as a community need to acknowledge these men and women that they're warriors, that they deserve our respect. And we need to do all that we can to get them back on the path the path that many would refer to as the American dream, you know, kind of the one they fought for. And by me hearing these cases in VTC, I've had an opportunity to tailor a way for them to answer to society, because this is not the traditional get out of jail card. This is not what VTC is about. While I maintain their pride and often change their lives. So over the years, I've heard hundreds of cases involving veterans, and the interesting thing, at least to me, is that I've never had a veteran ask that the penalty be reduced just because they're a veteran. They come in and ask me, what can I do to fix this problem? Um, every one of these men and women have taken responsibility for their actions when they come into the court. I wrote a, a mission statement for the VTC when I first started uh, the the program, and if I can, I'd like to read that. I think you might have a, a link for that, Charlie. But the mission statement of the MCJC Northwest Regional Treatment Court is to provide a personalized program that holds persons that have served our country in the past or are currently serving accountable for their actions while helping him or her overcome the challenges he or she personally faces. This is done by breaking the cycle that led the veteran to where he or she is today. The veteran is treated with dignity or with the dignity and the respect that has been and continues to be earned. This is accomplished by a collaborative effort from family, other veterans, volunteers, community partners, and the court. 
each of these groups has a personal commitment to the success of the veteran. And that's kind of the key part is the VTC isn't just me. We have mentors, we have counselors, we have uh, just about anything you can think of to help these veterans. When the veterans come in and I develop this program, it's a collaborative effort. Um, every week I meet with my team and we put together a plan. Sometimes it's just as simple as counseling. Sometimes it's complex as even getting them a food card so that they can go out and buy groceries for their families. In one case, we arranged to have the individual's car looked at so we could figure out what was wrong with the car so they could get it repaired because he couldn't pay for the diagnostic. Other times we send people to um, uh, have their, uh, to be tested for different types of illicit drugs. It, there's just a wide range of opportunities and, and things that are available to me as the judge to help get that vet back on the right track. So I, I just have a super passion for that. I'm a veteran myself, and uh, it, it's just really rewarding to me to, to see these veterans come in and, you know, get their life back on track. Well, and what are some of the advantages that you have for the participants of you know, Veterans Court? So the biggest advantage of participating in the Veterans Court is the opportunity to change their life. I kind of touched on that a minute ago. But when a veteran comes in to VTC, I don't just look at the charge. I look at the person as a whole. I consider how the person got there, how they got into the situation that they're in now. Um, I look at what resources that I have available and how I can change that person's life. Sometimes it's through counseling, sometimes mentors, sometimes, as I mentioned earlier, through a grocery card at the local grocery store. Sometimes it's housing. You know, some of these veterans don't have a place to live. Sometimes it's a court order to report for drug testing. Um, to share a quick story, I was talking with uh, a judge uh, that does a VTC in another city. And he has a veteran that the requests that every month he come in and report to do um, drug testing. His case is resolved, but just the idea of having to come back in every month and do drug testing with this judge is what keeps him off of drugs. And that's kind of what we do here in Veterans uh, Treatment Court is we think outside of the box. Whatever direction the case may lead me, at the end of the day, it's to make the veteran feel proud of his or her military service and give him the tools that he or she needs to be a success in their life. And what are the advantages for society uh, for um, having the Veterans Court, uh, the Veterans Treatment Court? The advantages to society are huge. The biggest advantage to society is that when a judge takes the time to identify the cause of the violation, instead of just sending the person to jail, which is what courts in general, but as we as a court system progress, we're developing more and more specialty courts. VTC is considered a specialty court. Um, we can reduce the recidivism rate, which is the rate where people come back into the system. If I can talk to a veteran and spend a little bit of extra time with him now, but prevent him from ever coming back into the system, that's the greatest thing that you can do for society. 
that if you, you can save the taxpayer's dollars by not having the person reoffend, it reduces the crime in the, the community, makes the vet feel better about himself, and allows the person to be a contributing member to society, and in many cases, be part of their families again. So it's my opinion that the court system should do all that it can do to ensure that people don't reoffend, not just send them to jail. We need to look outside of the traditional box and figure out ways to make these people successful. And what does it take to qualify for Veterans Treatment Court? So obviously you have to be charged, but it needs to be a misdemeanor charge. So a class one, class two, or class three. And once you're charged with an offense and you go in to your initial appearance with whatever, which one of the Maricopa County Justice Courts you go to, if you're a veteran, you can ask that the court be transferred or the case be transferred to my VTC. If that judge agrees, because we have to have permission of that presiding judge for that court to transfer the case over, the case comes to me, they fill out what's called a 1010 and an ROI. A 1010 is a veteran's form that identifies to me what benefits are available to that veteran. Sometimes there's a lot of benefits, sometimes there are little to benefit, it depends on their rating system. There's a lot of factors that come into play and then the other form is called an ROI, and that's just a release of information. That allows the public defender's office, the prosecutor's office, and it allows the Veterans Administration and our, my mentors to all talk and develop a plan. But obviously for legal reasons, we have to have that, that permission in writing. Um, we we are, uh, just accepted three more veterans cases this week, um, so it's it's really starting to pick up speed. All right, and what I've put on the screen is from uh, Judge Watts's website, uh, which is judgedonaldwatts.com, and I do just want to have you walk us through it. So it's it's very well organized. On the left, you've got your menu, menu and here's the homepage. Uh, the mission statement, we, we began the session with the mission statement. You do have a frequently asked question section, and, and I will uh, uh, provide a link to the website in the show notes as well. And then you just mentioned the forms and the forms are available on Judge Watts's website. And you can go ahead and download those forms as well. There's a contact information page, uh, calendar. You, do you wanna explain the calendar? Sure, the calendar represents two different kinds of, uh, of meetings. One is reoccurring meetings and one is new events or one-time uh, events. So the first one that you'll see there is like staffing. That is by invitation only. That's the public defender's office. If you have a private attorney, the prosecutor's office, my mentors and the Veterans Administration. And we sit down and we talk about your case. This is just the reoccurring meetings, the, the, uh, the weeks that we do that and then any exceptions. Um, I just like having a calendar instead of sending everybody a thousand emails, just having it on the calendar. Um, then there's the information for your initial appearance. You can appear by video. So far, almost everybody is still appearing by video. Um, if you didn't hear, the justice courts never shut down during the pandemic. 
but we have transitioned to a lot of video appearances. You simply click on the link there. Once you click on the link, um, it takes you right to the video appearance. Um, you'll speak with me, your attorney can be there, he can be at his office, or you guys can be the same, whichever, whichever you prefer. Um, but if you have an attorney, they need to be with you at that meeting. Um, one of the exciting things that we're gonna do, and we're gonna be doing this every year, is uh, the Veterans Picnic that's upcoming. Currently, we have 54 people registered for the Veterans Picnic. It's all being sponsored by the Mentors Association. There's no charge. We have VIPs, we have local celebrities, and we have veterans that'll be attending that. Um, this current one is just in a couple weeks, but, but I'm sure somebody's gonna be watching this after uh, November 20th, 2021, and we will be posting at the same location um, the, the next Veterans Picnic. So please stay tuned for that. The last is the core committee meeting. Um, I can't do this without a team. It's that simple. There's too many moving parts. Uh, I have over 50 people that are members of my team. They're all over Arizona. They're all they're in parts of California. And every quarter we get together and we have a meeting. It is by invitation only. Um, but now would probably be a good time to plug this. And that is if you're interested in being part of this team and you have something to offer to the team, Please use the contact information on this webpage and reach out to me. Let's talk and see what you can do to to help the veterans. Um, but but we've we've had a really good success with the core committee team. All right, and then you have veterans in crisis. So yeah, um, sad to say, uh, a lot of veterans come back and they have. Uh, times in their lives where there's crisis, and that's okay. Um, the important thing uh, when you're in crisis is to reach out to the right people. And I put this link, this is not the justice courts, this is just a link um, for veterans in crisis. They specialize in veterans, and um, if anybody needs help, please, please, please reach out to them. Um, they, they, they want to help. There, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. So if you're a veteran and you feel that you need some help, please reach out and get it. There's all kinds of people that want to help. All right, and then you have additional links. Sure, so for example, these are additional links of just things that are going on throughout the state. Uh, Arizona Post Service Officer, um, is uh, he is a member of the American Legion and he just has a ton of resources on there uh, of also more people that can help the veterans. So when you come into VTC, don't think that you're just talking to me. The first thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna be assigned a mentor uh, and you have all these resources that come into play. Here's some of the other organizations that support all of the VTCs and the links to their, their web pages. All right, and you have a poster. Absolutely. So I, it, it's a very straightforward poster. Um, in my mind, it's a very clean poster, um, but believe it or not, it took months to get approval for that. Um, there okay, was you have, uh, the Star Trek logo down here. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to make sure that we had all branches of the service in there. Um, so we'd be, we were sure to add that. 
Now we've taken this poster and posted it um, in each one of the regional courts. So that's one of the ways that we direct people into the veterans court. But then I had a request from some of the um, American Legion posts, the VFWs, things like that. They're like, hey, we want to, we want something too. And so I put this on the web page, and they can just download download that in a regular eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, and just put it up on their bulletin board. Um, in the, you know, so their meetings, um, their monthly meetings, all the veterans can can see what's available. All right, and there's a link for want a mentor. So we're always looking for more mentors. I have uh, graduated and signed in two classes now. So we have, I want to say, 15 um, mentors. This describes what your responsibilities of a mentor would be, um, and it and it gives you the the contact persons. Uh, Jerry and Bobby um, are are both uh, the the like the co-chairs for that. The mentors are the ones that kind of guide the veteran through the process. They um, answer some questions that, that as a judge, I can't really, you know, I can't talk to people outside of the courtroom about their case, but a veteran can say, oh yeah, well, you need to call, you know, the VA at this number, or you need to call here, you need to do this, or let me answer that question for you. They are volunteers, they are not officers of the court, um, but they help put everybody kind of on the right path. So they, they're a tremendous resource and they're always looking for more veterans to help. Um, they try to hook people up, like they try to put an army guy or an army girl with an army guy and an army girl or a marine with a marine, because each one of the branches has the same basic mission, but you know, you put an Air Force guy with an Army guy, we just don't talk the same language. Um, we call things, you know, different. Uh, so that's why we try to put a veteran Marine with a Marine and an Army with Army, that kind of thing. So that's one of the first questions that Jerry and Bobby ask is what branch did someone serve in? All right, and this last link is for court appearance. Sure, this is the link if you're ordered to appear in court then this was the link that you would click on. It also has the information that if you want to appear in person. Uh, recently, um, or actually maybe about a month ago now, it was changed to where in small groups, the veterans can come in um, to, to talk to the judge. So this is the information on how to appear in person. We still do social distancing. You're still required to wear a mask. Or if you want to appear on video, you simply click on that link and it goes directly onto my bench in my courtroom, and we hold the initial appearance or the status conference just like we would if you were in person. And again, my kudos to you. That that is just a, a very well organized and informative website. Thank you. So, what do you what do you enjoy the most about? your experience starting and running the the first veterans court in the Maricopa County Justice Courts? Well, obviously I like the way I can impact a veteran's life. Um, oftentimes I can affect the veteran's life to the point where he or she comes up to me and shakes my hand, has tears in their eyes, and tells me thank you for changing their lives. 
uh, often all it takes is a person in authority, such as a judge, to show the vet that they're valued, that someone cares, and we want to put them back on the path for them to be a success. And when I see all of this come together, it's very, very exciting to me. It, it's, it's thrilling. Um, to kind of give you an example, maybe a little story uh, of, uh, of one of the cases that I had, because we have a whole bunch of different types of people. We have vets come into the court. Some are already professional careers. Some of them may be in school. Some may be finishing school. But I had one case where there was a criminal charge for a veteran. Um, and while that case was going on in my court, he graduated from law school. But because it was a criminal charge, it was kind of slowing down the paperwork for him to actually be a practicing attorney. So we brought the county attorney in. They were able to offer him a deal that he would only get through veterans court. And now in here in a little bit, in a few months, he's gonna be a practicing attorney all because of the VTC. So those are the stories, you know, I, I mean, we were literally able, we as a team, it's not just me, there's a whole team of people. We were able to change his life and now he's he's completed his lifelong dream of becoming an attorney. And he hasn't graduated yet. Uh, oh, it, it was my understanding that he did. Uh, am, am I wrong in that? I think you talked to him also, didn't you? No, I, I, I mean, he hasn't graduated from your program yet. Oh, um, actually, I, for, I, haven't, I haven't given you the latest update. Yes, he did. He graduated just a couple weeks ago. Um, so we have given him his certificates. I've signed off on his plea agreement uh, and presented him with his challenge coins. Um, and he is off and running. So we're, we're absolutely thrilled for him. So when he meets the Pope, he can give the Pope a, a challenge coin? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and you, you mentioned you've had two graduation ceremonies. Do, do you have any good graduation stories? Um, because we've had three people graduate, I think the, the individual that graduated and you know was able to become an attorney um, is probably the best story. Um, you know, all of them are exciting, but but I think of the the limited graduations that we've had, this is the best story so far. And there's some pictures of of the graduations, um, some of the pictures of the mentors, some of the challenge coins, um, and some of the certificates that we hand out. Um, Jerry Schaller is uh, one of the mentors. He's been uh, pushing to get this on the west side now for maybe eight years. So he's been a tremendous resource and it was my privilege to to give him a special award um, for for his work literally over years uh, to get this get this up and going. Are, are there any pictures you want me to zoom in on? Um, I don't see any. Um, I, I think everybody can kind of uh, see what they are from. I don't think they need to be zoomed in on, but. So 
So those are the two um, certificates that the veterans get. And then they're awarded a challenge coin from my court. And anybody that's been in the military knows what challenge coins are. And they also get a very special coin from the uh, Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame. Um, and I don't know, yes, that's Colonel Young right there that's presenting it. Um, the Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame, these are coins that are handed out only to veterans that graduate from VTCs. Um, I have a personal collection of just under 100 challenge coins, and Colonel Young told me that, no, I, I can't even get one of these coins. So um, you, you, they're very special. They're only to people that graduate. Well, maybe we can get you a, a criminal speed violation <laughs> and uh, you can, in, in your in your uh, In my Camaro? Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have opportunities for expanding the Veterans Treatment Court in the Justice Courts? Yes, we're definitely going to be expanding. Currently, all 26 Justice Courts have the opportunity to feed their veterans cases in uh, to the VTC. Uh, again, it's up to the individual judge. There's nothing in any policy that says they have to transfer it. Um, but as you can imagine, when we're doing all of these cases, in addition to my normal caseload, and Manistee is a pretty busy court, so these are all done in addition to my regular caseload. So next year, instead of all 26 courts coming to me, I'm gonna divide the responsibilities into four different VTCs. So we'll be implementing three additional courts, um, and I and I have a, a really good suspicion that this program's really going to take off uh, throughout the entire county within the justice courts. So by by probably the middle of next year, we'll have three more courts, a total of four VTCs. So I'm pretty excited about that. Do you want to shout out those courts? Well, um, I don't have everything defined right now. Um, with respect to like which courts are going to be assigned to which people, but we have um, uh, Judge Ken Chevernot, Judge Michelle Reagan, and Judge Jordan Ray are going to be the PJs for those three additional courts. And then we're working out the details as to like which justice court would be transferred because we're going to do them based on area because it doesn't make any sense to have somebody you know, from the east side, come all the way over to the west side. So, you know, maybe that would go to an east side court. So that would be Judge uh, Chevron in the Encanto Justice Court in the downtown building, Judge Michelle Reagan in McDowell Mountain, and that's in the northeast building at 40th Street and Union Hills. And uh, Jordan, Judge Jordan Ray is on the Highland Precinct, which is currently in the Gilbert Municipal Building uh, they're going to be moving to a new consolidated building eventually uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, it's my understanding also that Glendale City Court is opening a veterans court. So uh, those people who are in city court can, at least in Glendale, and they may reach out and partner with other um, cities in the West Valley. The East Valley already has a, a regional veterans court as well. Uh, I want to shift gears a little and, and talk more about you personally. Uh, do you want to tell us about your veteran experience? Well, 
Um, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about my experience uh, in the Air Force. Um, I, I don't really have any, you know, exceptional stories. I served in the 161st uh, Security Police Flight, which is uh, stationed out at Sky Harbor. And I also served in the 56th Security Police Flight, which is out at Luke Air Force Base. Um, when I was in the Air Force, it's a little different than it is now. Um, back in the day, you were either a law enforcement specialist or a security specialist. And a LE specialist is what I was. And that's um, most similarly aligned to what a, a city police officer would do. We would respond to residential alarms. We would uh, respond to security checks, shopliftings, uh, burglaries, domestic violence, things like that. So uh, I was able to, to, to do that for the Air Force and, uh, and learned quite a bit uh, actually with the Air Force. You, you'd think it would be pretty quiet, but uh, there was a lot to learn. And you're being somewhat modest there about, uh, about your veteran experience because I, I, I seem to recall that uh, you are a member of the aforementioned Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame. And uh, there is actual proof on the website. The person on the right looks something like the person I'm interviewing now, but who <laughs> in the world is the person on the left? Yeah, boy, that's an old picture, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's way back in the day. Um, but yes, I am proud to say that I'm a member of the Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame. Um, the Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame recognizes veterans for significant post-military contributions at the local, state, or national level. Um, the veterans who have honorably served their country through their military service who continue to serve and inspire their fellow man to their deeds and accomplishments throughout their life um, is part of their mission statement. Um, the history of the Veterans Hall of Fame, there's been 471 Arizona veterans um, that have received this honor. Uh, it was my privilege to be um, inducted as a member of the uh, Veterans Hall of Fame and confirmed by Governor Ducey. Uh, the Veterans Hall of Fame has been around for over two decades now and has a long history. Um, to my knowledge, the person that served, um, like the, the first person to serve that was recognized by the Veterans Hall of Fame was a White Mountain Apache Indian who was an Indian scout. He was um, um, inducted in 1928. I want to say he was born in the late 1800s. So they really go back, you know, quite a bit of time um, to be respectful. Um, to kind of give you just a, a the mission statement, because I really like mission statements, and I know as veterans, we all like to read what the vision, uh, mission statements are of the different organization. The Veterans Hall of Fame mission statement is um, the mission of the Ve Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame Society is to preserve and perpetuate the traditions of the American military and all who have served in it, to undertake charitable and other projects at state and local levels and work with veterans organizations in the community uh, in the attainment of the Arizona Veterans Hall of Fame Society objectives and to promote and encourage responsible citizenship among all veterans. 
So it's quite the challenge. Uh, we recently had a new team uh, inducted, a new group of veterans, uh, maybe a month ago, and we had over 400 people in attendance to, to honor them. Uh, we had them um, out at one of the, uh, the uh, India casinos, and it was just an incredible ceremony. Uh, it was, I, I, I enjoy going to that every year. Well, and, and congratulations, and, and it you. really is a wonderful honor. Well, we have reached that point of the session, uh, and, and I liken this to um, jury selection when we come to the end of our pre-planned questions, and then we ask the participants, is there anything that I didn't ask that you think that, that we should know? Um, I think we've covered everything, but I just wanted to to mention again that this is the first VTC in the West Valley. It's the first VTC in the Maricopa County Justice Courts, but I couldn't have done this all alone. I have a huge team of mentors, team members, public defender's office, county attorney's office, that the Veterans Administration that all make this come together. And I just wanna offer my personal thanks to all of them. Um, and, and to leave kind of my fellow veterans um, with a final thought, and that is accept responsibility for your actions, learn from your mistakes, and hold your head high, you're a veteran. And that's an excellent close. I, I just wanna, uh, add that um, Judge Watts was my one of my, uh, in the first group of newly elected judges that I got to work with in, in my position as the Judicial Education Officer for the Maricopa County Justice Courts. It, it has been an absolute pleasure working with Judge Watts. Uh, he, he deserves all of the awards and honors that he gets and, uh, and the state is so much, uh, and the county, our veterans are much better off for having Judge Watts' participation. Uh, so thank you. And with that, we will bring this to a close. Thank you, Charlie. That means a lot from you. Bye-bye. Now. Now. Come on. Now. Now. <laughs> now. 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 <laughs> it's not now. No. 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 <laughs> no, thank you. No, I thank you. And again. I thank you. <laughs>